Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. Uh, this is episode number 34. Uh, today is July 5th, Sunday afternoon in El Paso, Texas. It is approximately 6.19 in the p.m. Uh, it's an extremely hot day outside, guys. So um, just so you're aware of that today. It's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> today, as you can already hear him, we are joined by our co-host Misa. Say what's up. Hey, 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 what's up, guys? What it do, what it do, what it do? Also, guys, as always today, producer of the podcast, Lena is with us. Say what's up, Lena. Hi, hello. And also, guys, joining us on episode 34 of Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast is a very special friend of the podcast. Uh, her name is Miss Krista Ayers. Go ahead and say what's up to the podcast, Krista. Hey, everybody. Hi, Krista. Hello, hello. So, Chris, how are you, Krista? You're joining us from where? Tell us uh, where you're joining us from today. I am joining y'all from Austin right now. About, yeah, north of Austin. <laughs> nice. So, this is our second person that we've had on the podcast that is coming to us from Austin, Texas. So, um, Krista, um, we're gonna, you know. We're going to have you introduce yourself to the podcast. Uh, just, you know, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, I moved to Austin uh, two years ago, actually, almost to the date. I come from a writing background. I used to work at a magazine in El Paso and moved over here kind of spontaneously. Yeah, and I've been doing uh, work for a small marketing agency here where I do product placement for different TV films and uh, shows. Nice. So yeah, that's kind of the gist of it right now. An adult job. <laughs> adult job, yeah, finally. Finally, yeah. right? It's all coming together, finally. I, wanna... I, guess it ta- I guess it takes to leave El Paso to find one, huh, dude? Uh, that's, I guess, what we have to do, right? Maybe yeah, if we maybe. actually left El Paso, we would find some success in our life. And not Something be- I don't think that's true, but I think <laughs> if you want to get paid well enough, you okay. have to leave El Paso. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, Ben, pack your shit! <laughs> <laughs> we moving. We gotta go. Okay, so um, first off, Chris, I want to thank you for being on uh, the podcast with us. Uh, we do really appreciate anybody who comes on here and spends some time with us. So shout out to you for that. Round of applause. Yeah, thank you for having me. So we were talking a little bit pre-show before we started this. Um, you said you listened to the podcast a little bit. Can you give us any like thoughts on the podcast that you might have? Oh. Um- I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, actually. Um, I have, like, my main, like, crime and history stories that I listen to. So I don't have any, like, feedback on that end. But um, I do love seeing that there's new podcasts coming out of El Paso and Canofio. I have, like, one other friend that does one as well. So I do love that. And I do love that it's produced very well as it comes all together. So, yeah. Kudos to you guys. Yeah, yeah, we, we have a lot of people that um, that like to just support the fact that, you know, we're from El Paso and, you know, we're trying to, you know, create our own little niche here. And so you, like I said, shout out to you for being on. Mesa is the one that actually reached out to you. How do you guys, uh, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit, but how do you guys kind of yeah. like know each other? Um, we went to elementary together. I think I was only there and we only were there for like two years. Yeah, um, I, I honestly only remember you like uh, the sixth, the whole sixth grade year. Sixth grade, yeah. Sixth grade okay. year out there, but yeah, I, we, I mean, we still kept in touch here and there. I ran into her every now and then, random parties. Yeah, random but, parties, random. I mean, El Paso is pretty small, so yeah. Dude, I was but gonna don't, say. don't you get that a lot, Chris? It's like 
It's like you run into people at random ass yeah, parties, uh, and then yeah, ten, the, the, ten years later, it's like, oh, dude, remember that one sick ass party we ran into? <laughs> That's like the only place people run into in like El Paso. Like, oh yeah, you were at a random ass party one time, right? And then everyone's like, yeah, dude, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure, I was there. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That's what I hear from everybody: how they know each other, or how, like, when I would go to parties with other people. They always know other people. That it's a small town here too, somewhat. It's such a small town. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just that, dude. But we're. Um, I lived in Vinton. Bill Childress is like right next to Vinton. It's out there, and, and Vinton's a very even till right now. It's pretty small. Yeah. So, yeah. that's. So it was a close little thing there in, in that elementary school. Everybody ended up going to Canatillo. Most of those people. So that whole area is like a small little pocket of the West Side. Like it's yeah. all a little secluded, um, area. Yeah. You know what I mean. Our families know each other from like way back when also though. Nice. Like my grandma knew his parents, my mom knew his parents. That's yeah. crazy. That's Small how Chris and I are. Yeah. Hey Misa, so uh she's probably like one of our cousins cousins somehow. Yeah, she's right? probably she's probably somehow a distant cousin of just, yours. Just like everybody else. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I have a lot of family over in Canutillo and um I'll run into a gas station out there and, and they used to call on my uncle's moose. They'd be like, Hey you're you're Moose's son, right? Oh my like, gosh. Well, which one? You Whoa. know, there's like 12 of them, you know? There's a lot of us. That's what's up. So yeah, let's, uh, let's officially kick off this podcast, guys. Uh, we have a tradition that is unlike any other on this podcast. Where we have to crack open this celebratory beer in order to start, to properly start off another episode of Conversing with Chris and Meets of the Podcast. I'll pretend to open uh. mine again. <laughs> there you go. So Someone guys, started early. Um, right. Thank you for everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys go follow us on Facebook, like our Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube and on Apple podcast, guys. If you could leave us a rating and a review as well, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, what we're going to do now is get into the kicking things off segment. Uh, in this segment, we go around the virtual Zoom meeting here and everybody's going to kind of just tell us a little bit about what's new with them. Let's make this a 4th of July themed kicking things off segment since 4th of July was yesterday. Maybe we can start off and uh, say a little bit of how we celebrated uh, the 4th of July. So I'll go ahead and start. One of the big things to do in El Paso, if you're not from El Paso, if you've never been here, um, a lot of people take to the desert on 4th of July to, uh, you know, partake in the celebration of fireworks and bonfires and heavy, heavy drinking. Um, that's definitely what goes on. So that's probably like the main thing, right? There. That's like yeah. the main thing that goes down in El Paso because you can't really pop yeah. fireworks in the neighborhood. So you flock to the outskirts. So, uh, that's what we did yesterday. Um, it was pretty cool. Shot some, some fireworks off, came home smelling like sulfur. So that was great. It's perfect. So that's, what's new with me guys. Uh, Misa, what's new with you, dude? Really nothing. Like you said yesterday being 4th of July, dude, I noticed something, man. When I was, when I was younger, living out there in Vinton, you know, being in the middle of the desert, you see a lot of people pop fireworks. But now that, you know, I live over here with the west side where there's where I could actually see my neighbors. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't know what type of fireworks people buy and stuff, but they don't even sound like fireworks. <laughs> it's not like a fuck, fucking grenade going off, dude. It's like That's midnight. Loud, more powerful. Oh, Misa froze. Go ahead and reset, Misa. Say what you were saying about the, the fireworks sounding like grenades again. Dude, yeah, like I said, it's they started this shit all late as well. Yeah, and it's like my my next door neighbors, you know, and it, it's it was just kind of scary, dude. And some I was trying to fall asleep, and then I'd have like Vietnam fat flashbacks and shit like that, like <laughs> like whoa whoa. Back from when yeah, you were dude. in the war. Yeah, yeah I had days. to 
<laughs> I had to sleep with my helmet on and shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Krista, what's new with you? How did you celebrate in the or celebrate Fourth of July yesterday? Um, I had a chill Fourth of July because we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I <laughs> ate some tacos, had the gate. Nice, nice. People would be able to tell right away that you're from El Paso. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at that, El Paso. She had the double T's, tacos and tecates, bro. That's like right there. That's... Fourth of July, you're supposed to be eating burgers and steaks. <laughs> not around here. Not, not around today, here. not this year. <laughs> Lena, what about you? Obviously, we did the same thing, but um, can you just like speak a little bit? Life. <laughs> um, yeah, we just spent some time with family, kept it small because, again, it, you know, it is a pandemic and it's one of those things where it makes you like nervous being around people. So thankfully where we weren't wasn't where there was like tons of people and, you know, I'm just worried safety, but it was fun. You know, it's always good to see the fireworks and it's good to be together. So we were glad to be with people that we loved and we were home pretty early, too. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. Not, nothing crazy. Yeah, but. we didn't want to be too, you know, want to be somewhat responsible, you know, like. Come on. <laughs> are you guys fans of fireworks or like you got like or you guys could just care less about it? Like, how do you guys feel about the um, fireworks in general? Um, I'm kind of indifferent. I don't really care. I do have a dog though, so like she I gets was pretty just scared. Gonna like, say. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can actually yeah. see your dog in the zoo. Oh, her ears. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw her. <laughs> That's cool. Hey. Hey. Special guest, a dog. We have another oh, first here. dog. Yeah. First dog on this on the podcast. Oh yay, Charlie. Charlie. Okay. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Brown. Charlie, my dog. Oh, cool. Okay, so Krista, you're not. You said you're kind of indifferent on the fireworks. You're not like a huge fan, right? Yeah, and they're cool to look at, I guess, but I'm not like rushing to see them or like super excited about it usually. Yeah. True. Misa, what about you? You big firework fan? You don't look like a firework guy. No, you know what? But now that I have kids, I mean, this year, um, because That's of the pandemic, different. we didn't really go out or do anything. But um, but yeah, maybe next year uh, I'll go all out. Just to show my kids, because I remember when I was younger, I'd, I'd be like so surprised with the bottle. What, what are they called? The bottle rockets. Bottle rockets. Yeah, yeah those are illegal now. But yeah, that, back in the day, those were the <laughs> shit, dude. Like Roman candles, dude. Like shooting at each yeah. other and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how my mom let us do it. What about you, Lena? Are you like a, a firework person or not really? Well, so like a couple years ago, I went to Moyarty and me and my folks worked a, like a firework stand, essentially. And it's like crazy, like how many different kinds there are, how like different, like I only remember sparklers when I was younger. So it's like crazy to see the different variety and what they do and how many shots and the colors. And it's I mean, I think they're cool, but I don't think they're a necessity. You know, and I do feel for animals because it's like that's pretty excruciating. Like they it's, can't yeah. help it. You know what I mean? And then you yeah. also think of other things like for me, I think of like people who suffer from PTSD who really do, you know, have gone to war and stuff like that. You know, so it's like they're beautiful to look at, but there's always a negative to everything. Yeah. Hey, you know which ones I used to hate the most? Hmm. I, I used to like not remember which ones was like smoke bombs were. Yeah, the little there circle was, ones. Yeah, there are some other ones where like. They look the same, but they'll just pop and make all this noise. Start cracking up <laughs> shit. I remember trying to like pop one like in, in my porch when I was younger and the wind was blowing and it was a smoke bomb. <laughs> and all this smoke started going into my crib, dude. I got in the biggest trouble but ever. Like when you burn your my eye. mom. Yeah, my mom thought the whole house was on fire and shit. So <laughs> oh no. That didn't end well. So you know what I've noticed? Because I'm sure you guys have seen this on the internet, like people popping fireworks like all across the country, like the worst times at, like at night and things. 
Uh, but you know what I thought was just an El Paso thing? Like having the Roman candle wars where you're just shooting them at each other. Like I thought oh, that yeah. was just El Paso, but then I saw like all over the place. They're like going to town, like Some shooting. Harry Potter shit. <laughs> hey, speaking of, did you guys see that, uh, that fire, the fireworks stand that caught fire? Yeah. Here in El Paso. So do you know that Wait, actually? What? Yeah. So let's tell you about that, Krista. And I don't know if you saw this, um, but this shit made like ABC world news. This little, <laughs> it did, dude. Um, oh, no. So essentially what happened right where you guys are from in Ganotillo, like right off Donovan, where that true value uh -huh. hardware store is or whatever. Um, I don't know how the fireworks stand caught on fire, but the whole goddamn fireworks stand like was set ablaze and that shit was going off dude like it was crazy i don't know what oh happened my God. but you didn't see i that heard it was um it was for like a church or something like that like a, some church was trying to raise money or something and they blew like up selling a fi fireworks and <laughs> okay i was gonna say they blew up a fireworks stand to raise money God bless. hey man they had a fiery sale dude <laughs> so you didn't uh you didn't see video of that krista at all no okay I hey krista's like done with it. el paso Chris is done with El Paso. She's, moved She's on. like, I got my tacos and my tecate. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm out. So what I would uh, what I would suggest to you, Chris, and to anybody in our uh, audience, anyone listening who hasn't seen the video, simply go on to YouTube and put fireworks stand fire, and it's like the first thing that pops up. We just did this about four hours ago right here <laughs> with my friend to show him. So go check that out. Oh, it was pretty wow. crazy, but... You know how people are with fireworks blowing off their hands and shit and blowing up each other in each other's houses. Like, it's crazy. I like fireworks because, like, nostalgic, like, nostalgically, like uh, Misa said, like, when I was little, they would take us to go pop them and stuff. Yeah, so course. that's cool. But I think they're really expensive and, you know, they're kind of a waste of money now that, you know, once you have to be the one that has to buy that them. Buys them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, and so we were really lucky that Chris's uncle, he, you know, they do that stuff. That's a tradition that they do. So we got to join them, you know, so we didn't even buy, buy fireworks. Like we didn't have the intention of going out, but it's one of those things that it's like, you think later down the line, like your kids. Okay. So you're going to buy them for your kids and such, you know? See, like now being an adult and having kids, yeah, like it's having an to go buy them. Of a thing, like, yeah. You're like, God damn like, it. Like, dude, this. I'm thinking like, if I'm going to light one up, it's like, phew, there goes 50 bucks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> damn, 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, kids. That's all we got. You know? Done. Yeah. <laughs> every We're little, on a budget here. Every little explosion <laughs> that you hear going off in the background, it's like, bing, five bucks. Bing, yeah. <laughs> it's counting off. Oh, that's what thirty bucks looks like. <laughs> yeah, you see, when it, when it pops all crazy, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, forty-five dollars that one. That you, you have yeah. like three hundred dollars worth of fireworks uh, that's gonna end like in ten minutes. And that's, the thing too is they're really, yeah. they're not really ecological. You know, like it creates a lot of trash, and it's like, holy fuck, like. It's quick. It's yeah. over with. You got to clean it up and it costs a lot of money. Well, it really isn't efficient. Let me uh, just update you on that, Lena. Um, it's 2020. Uh, nobody gives a fuck about the earth. <laughs> global warming is real. Like Fireworks are okay, not sorry. causing global oh. warming at the moment. I missed but, the memo. My bad. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lena was still thinking of the turtles, dude. Remember? Yeah, the goddamn turtles. I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. So let's keep this podcast moving. Um, I want, um, if you can, Krista, can you tell me like your earliest memory of this guy, Misa, over here? Like the first thing that you can remember about this dude. Nobody does. Uh, Nobody does because you're not a memorable person. Because we try to forget, you know? We try to forget. <laughs> we tried, like, like our, especially when you're coming from Bill Childers, dude. Yeah, we try to forget our whole childhood from there. Yeah, yeah. 19, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I'm not from Benton. I don't go that far. <laughs> She's all kind of is one thing, bro. Benton's another. Yeah, one. Oh, it's, it's it's one of the same. It, it, it's like right next to each other. It's guys. not. It's on the other side of the school. If you're on the <laughs> other side right. of the school, you're like. <laughs> it's like being on the other side of the border for me. That's exactly. how it felt. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's like there was like those one kids on one side, and then it was me and like a handful <laughs> of Benton kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Oh my gosh, I don't even... I feel like you used to call my house a lot and we would like talk on the phone a lot. Hey. What's up, buddy? What's He's like, up? uh, hey. I remember talking hey. on the yeah. phone. I remember that. Did you pass your math test? Because <laughs> exactly. I did it. Exactly. Because <laughs> hey. I remember that's how my grandma found out that I would like would go to school with you. And she'd be like, hi, Mika, I know his mom. <laughs> yeah. I know oh. his family. Well, okay, well, well, a small thing, dude. Um... Me and Krista were like boyfriend girlfriend back like in like sixth grade. Like if, for a like very little can be for whatever, like yeah, grade. whatever you can do, whatever you consider She's a boyfriend all just girlfriend. Just a skip, like just a little one. I have a question for you, Misa. Did you ever write her like a one of those notes in class and like give it to her friend and be like, here, pass I it wrote to her. a lot of notes. No, you know, that's the thing. That's the thing. I never had a, I never had her for a class that I could remember. So then oh, how uh, yeah. okay. So you guys yeah, just started... I, I was, they 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 like secluded me with just Mexican kids, like kids that look like me. Naturally. It's like naturally yes. like yeah yeah put it put them in that class okay know? and then so you guys would just hang out at school and then like you guys because of your family ties would talk to each other like after the fact or what um honestly i didn't even know You're like i didn't even know who she was <laughs> yeah like like when i called i just called to, to talk to her and this was after like sixth grade because um after sixth grade i moved away so oh, the true. only way to keep in touch yeah. is to call so yeah, oh my God, yeah. that makes sense. true that's what's up yeah, and it's kind yeah. of funny because, like, if you're like, we dated when we were in sixth grade, but like, what is dating really in sixth grade? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. I'll tell you one thing. It's just like holding hands, <laughs> like twinkies. throughout the whole throughout the whole lunchtime was like the whole thing. Yeah, or it's stressful. Or walking to the buses. <laughs> yeah, or walking to the buses together, saying bye. That's a good but that's one. about it, you know. And I remember like being outside, holding her hand, being around her friends. I'm like, dude, I really need to go to the restroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> but if I let go of her hand, she might think I'm gonna break up with her. You know, like, <laughs> like little things like that. First world problems. Oh, uh, that's yeah, hilarious, yeah. man. Sixth grade, man. <laughs> Elementary school. And then, and then, uh, if you guys don't mind me asking, what made you guys break up? Yeah, what was the just, divide? I was thinking about it the other day. I don't remember. I think it was just from one day to the next. I, uh, we stopped calling each other. Like, I think so. Yeah, yeah you we did touch. ghosting before ghosting was a thing. Yeah, to start off with, I remember always being the one to call. She never called oh, me. Shit. Of course, it all comes out. Of course, it all comes <laughs> see? out. So, of so I remember. Okay, so I think that's the thing. I, I was probably like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait for her to call me. And, and then, then she you know, never did. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ten years later, she, I ran into her at a at a, at a party. party, and I was all like, "Hey, you never called me back." She's like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> oh I was my like, god! Wait, let me try to remember who you are real quick. That's, That's so, funny, dude. That, she like yeah. she looks like one of the Mexican kids from Bill Childress. So, <laughs> so you guys like literally um, haven't like seen each other in like a long time, right? Not really, but this is probably yeah. the the most we've conversated since nice. since like sixth grade, probably. So. We have a thing on this podcast um, where oh, yeah, a lot of the people that come on, like we haven't talked to them in like multiple years, like 10 plus years. Oh my God. And it's it's kind of cool though, because like, for example, this is a perfect example. You guys haven't talked in like a such, such a long time. I literally yeah. met you like two minutes ago. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? 
but it's cool because we can all come on here and still like have a good time and like and and like it's genuine you know what i mean so that's fascinating to me in a way yeah it's actually pretty cool so one thing i noticed i mean after doing like five or six episodes with you i've noticed too, it's like every single time we start an episode it's like bro i haven't seen you in 10 years <laughs> i haven't seen you in eight years you know but at the same time it creates friendships it, it gets you back in contact with with old friends and stuff like that which my opinion is pretty cool especially well, now that you're older you kind of wonder what happened to them it's so much cooler to connect now too if you think about it because we're, we're not as limited as we were when we were in sixth grade so it's like this connectivity is a whole other level. So we get to enjoy it, like the technology advancement. That's true. Yeah. It's almost better, too, because you really don't know what's been going on in their lives for so many years. And whereas you get someone that you've been talking to every day, yeah. I think it's maybe more awkward or more like, OK, let's pretend that I don't know <laughs> all of these things about you. I don't know all the things I'm going to ask you. But yeah, in this situation, like literally any question we ask you is because we, you know, we we yeah. really do not know. So yeah, um, you've mentioned earlier in the podcast that you're that you're living in Austin now. Um, to me, it seems just right off the bat that you like it over there. Um, are there are there a few things that you like about Austin better than El Paso, or, or what makes you like want to be there instead of being here? I mean, definitely the job advancements here. It is way easier to find a job and to make more money in any field than I would in El Paso, and then like outdoor activities are really good over here are really great um and then you know pre-covid when everything's open there's just so much to do and see right which is a lot better i will say that food wise and people wise el paso is better and it might always yeah. be yeah. <laughs> nice. okay. is there a lot of rude people out there or what yeah and i don't know if it's because we're all coming into town from somewhere different. Like a lot of people that I've met aren't even from Austin. Oh, wow. Um, so I don't know if it's because it's just a lot of imported people into the city, but yeah, no one's as friendly as El Paso. Okay. I don't think anyone's like as hospitable and as friendly and genuinely friendly as people from El Paso. I would agree. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, definitely. Cause I, I you know, I, I lived in Austin for like a week before I get kicked out of my internship <laughs> that we were in. Uh, <laughs> That's a story for another podcast that yeah. we could tell. But yeah. essentially, yeah, me and a few of my friends, we got this internship when we were underage. Um, well, not under, well, under the drinking age. Okay. <laughs> I, I made that sound Which terrible. I made that sound so terrible. Minors, but, uh, minors. Yes. I know. So we were like 19, 20 years old and we moved to Austin for an internship and we got kicked out the first week for drinking. Um, but anyway, oh so my gosh. But I've spent some other time in Austin. I've been like in the Round Rock area too, so. But to me, it seems like the community is really tr like it's a real transient community. Uh, people are come from to Austin from different parts of the country, different parts of Texas, different parts of the, the region. That's to me, I guess that's where why you don't see the hospitality that you do see in El Paso, because everybody like grows up and, and is born and raised here. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So so why Austin? Like what gravitated you to that was the final place? So I went to school for two years at UTSA. And my best friend from college is from here. And okay. so during the weekends, we would come up to Austin, oh. stay with her parents, drive back to school by Monday. <laughs> um, so yeah. I kind of just fell in love with the city. I also am a huge person that will like go to shows all the time, go to live shows, okay, um, nice. whether it's like music or comedy. And Austin so nice. is saturated in that. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of perfect. That's so cool. Yeah, funny. We got to move our podcast out there, Bill. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, <laughs> we got we got to do a lot of things with the podcast. We'll get around to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually did a, a show, a rap show. I used to want to be a rapper like circa six years ago. Um, <laughs> I did a rap it. show in Austin, but it wasn't like, you know how you're going up? Um, what's the main freeway in Austin? I, I forgot. I-25? Uh, 35? I-35, yeah. yeah. And then the left side is like the nice downtown part of Austin. And then <laughs> the right exits are like the kind of more shady places. Yeah. Well, the, the place we did the show at was on the right side of the freeway. So <laughs> it gives you an idea <laughs> nice. of how that went. But anyway, it's really cool down there. I really like it. You, you mentioned that you had worked for a magazine company here in El Paso, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I can say a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't disclose um, anything that you can't. Uh, we understand yeah. that. But and um, Is that what you got your, did you get a degree in that or how did you end up in that? I did creative writing. That's what I ended up getting my bachelor's in. Nice. And so during my like last semester of college, I reached out to all the local magazines and there's not a lot really there's maybe like two now but I kind of wanted to do an internship and it wasn't something that I saw a lot in El Paso especially within that field so I kind of just gave them a cold email said hey if you need an intern I will intern got hired there and ended up working there for three years cool. nice eventually like worked up to being the um CEO and the co-manager or the managing editor's assistant and then like laying out the magazine and getting to interview a lot of cool people Damn. around the city which was my like favorite thing to do I got to meet a lot of artists a lot of local and like painters or like muralists and um, musical artists too so you're like completely you, immersed yeah that's I mean that was the coolest thing you like really get to learn the city once you start writing about it and interviewing different people from all the different pockets in El Paso as well yeah. Nice. Wow, was uh, your favorite interviewer? Um, I mean, probably Khalid. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just because he like blew up after that. <laughs> Yo, I'm a big Khalid fan for real. Yeah, uh, we saw him at Neon Desert. Um, I think like three years ago. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. That was, um, it was so yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely like. I, I definitely fuck with his music. Like, I remember the day that his like debut album came out. We were driving to Moyarty, and I was like, which is in New Mexico. <laughs> I was bumping that yeah. shit so hard. Like, that shit was so, so dope. It's so good. Yeah. He did great. And was, was this before he, he blew up? Yeah. Um, I was able to get an interview when he, like, first moved to Los Angeles to start recording that album. Yeah. But I didn't learn that it was that album that he was recording because he obviously couldn't tell me anything. Um, and then a couple months later, that album came out. Yeah. Wow. That's changed awesome. everything for him. Yeah. For real. Because he literally, like... Um, not only is he like a success, like, well, from El Paso, but or from the U.S., like he's a world renowned artist at this point. Like, yeah, people all over the world know Global. who this guy is, you know. Yeah. And it, that really to me, it, it tells me something about your musicianship where you can translate to um, the whole world instead of just your region or your, your country. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so in that interview that you did with him, how was it like? Was it was, was it cool? Like, what was the vibe like? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Um, so I had to do a call cause he was in LA. Um, and <laughs> I had to go through his managers, but I think since he was like starting out, they weren't really like, what's going on? What do, what do you mean? Uh, a, a, a magazine in El Paso. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was actually very hard to get a hold of him. Um, once I did the video was really cool. He was so sweet. He was so nice. Right on. Um, yeah, just like super genuine in his answers. You could tell that he loved music and that he was very passionate about what he wanted to do and what he wanted to accomplish with it. That's okay. Comes from a musical background and like being from the army, like being an army 
child that too was something that really like amplified his ability to push out his music and like to make friends and be able to do what he did early yeah. on in his career dude that's has- so cool to say that like i interviewed khalid before he like blew up <laughs> like right when it was like the start it's like yeah. because of me he blew up because know? it was you know what if i hadn't have written that article i know, <laughs> I know right he'd be probably on this podcast trying to get a job but that's exactly. the really cool thing is like you're living a career and you're living a life where you're doing things that maybe 10 years ago you're like i don't think i not that you couldn't do it but you just don't think about it and now you're living it you know what i mean you like music you're into music you're passionate about it but when you're writing about artists like khalid that's a totally different aspect yeah yeah i mean it was really cool i mean the people that i got to meet were awesome and that's why I'm still so passionate about El Paso and why I do still hate when people like take digs at it. I, I get mad when I say El Paso sucks. It's like, dude, why, why did I say that? <laughs> dude, I mean, I used to be one of those people. I like left as soon as I graduated high school. I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but then you look back and it's like, no, the city's great. I mean, it's growing. It's slow to grow. But at the same time, you like oh. want to see it succeed. And there's so much talent there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed, and it's not just in like uh, the music industry or um, uh, people who who create like art or write books or uh, produce film. There's so much creativity in El Paso. It's just uh, it kind of gets overshadowed in a way because nobody really thinks of El Paso as this hotbed for creativity. But um, yeah, there is a lot of talent here. It's because we're our, our own world. Yeah, we're, kind of. Sometimes. Yeah, because uh, that's I'll, what I feel. I'll like. give you a, absolutely. I'll give you a perfect example, and this is something I told Misa one time. I had sent our podcast to be reviewed by a podcast that was um, done out of Wichita, Kansas. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So those guys. Yeah, those guys from Wichita. Shout out to them because they were really cool. Yeah, they were definitely. Um, cool. But one of the very like the funniest things that stood out to me when they reviewed our podcast because one of the things I like to do is make people aware that we're coming out of El Paso, right? Um, yeah. They're like, El Paso, like, is where is that? Like, uh, oh, and then one of them's like, oh, uh, Waco, Texas, and they're like, oh yeah, close enough. Oh, <laughs> close <laughs> enough. <laughs> and it was, hey. oh, it did, and, and, and like, but to me, like, I'm like, it's not like you can get mad about it if you want, but like these guys live in the Midwest; they have no idea what El Paso's like. Hey, you but they said Waco. It's, it's not that far. It's like, hey, yeah, close it's enough. like it's close enough. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him, bro. Yeah, I, I went to Baylor right out of high school. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know. It was just cool. But yeah, I really like you said, I really like the fact that you um, recognize that there is so much talent in El Paso. And, you know, you know uh, we just need to get out there and be exposed. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. what we need, it comes a, down we need to more than anything support each other, man. Um, because like me yeah. growing up, I'd hear something. If I found something new, if it was something local, it was just something like. Uh, it's it's not the real deal. Like if it came out of El Paso, then then it gave me more reason to listen to it, you know. But now that you know, now that we're doing this this podcast, we've interviewed local rappers and and stuff like that, and it shows there's a lot of good talent out there. You just gotta give them a chance and and support, pretty much, you know, support support the local people, support this podcast, people. But I think that it's is. too like where you associate like maybe where we associate success in certain fields like creativity like okay california country nashville like we assume that there's only these certain areas that have that creativity and it's like you said if we don't really think about el paso then people don't think we create but it's like we're not even on the map you know what i mean there's very few places on the map that people go to for a certain experience or for a certain reason career-wise 
And that sucks because we have so much. I mean, there's recording studios that people travel to in El Paso or like right on the outskirts of El Paso and like huge artists go there to record and no one knows about it. No one talks about it except for like that small pocket of maybe music people that maybe go there. Yeah. That record, that studio is called a Sonic Ranch, right? Sonic Ranch. Yeah. 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 It's a very, very popular studio, um, uh, especially in the industry of music. So that's a good point by you for sure. So it's like we don't educate ourselves on our own city. I know there's a lot of things exactly. that I didn't know, just like historically, not necessarily um, like creatively, that it's just every city has so much history behind it, and the creative aspect is in there too. We, we just got to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I, I've always said, I, I've always been a big history guy, especially when it came to El Paso history. And I've told Chris and Lena before, we should totally have like maybe every high school or every school in, in in our country should have a class where they teach the history of your own city you know just so people could learn and and it's going to motivate people to try and make it better or be part of that history or create history or you know because when when you don't there's a lot of people that have lived here all their life and have no idea what has happened here and how exactly yeah. And there's a lot of really good history here, man. A lot. There's probably a lot of people that assume like El Paso, Texas, and they look at where we're at on the map or they learn about our border. Mexico. They're, yeah. They're like, yeah, there's no <laughs> like, yeah, that, that it's like over generalizations. You know what I oh, mean? Because yeah. because of the area, the southwest and the border and everything. So it's like that kind of hinders on it, too. Because you have that kind, it's like, well, it's like you said, well, no one wants to think about El Paso versus Nashville or so on and so forth. Like you're going to take creative from a, a place like that over El Paso. All right, guys. So we're about to hit the 36 minute mark here. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we come back for this, um, we're going to touch on a few different topics uh, with Krista here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, her favorite person, Mr. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a new presidential candidate that just <clears throat> announced that he's running for office. Uh, so we'll talk, we'll talk to you about who that is. Uh, and then we'll also talk to Krista about some of like the music she likes, um, anything like a nice concert she's gone to. So we'll talk to her about that. And then, as always, guys, we'll do the five, um, five random questions with Krista. So we'll get into that on the second part of this podcast so we're going to take a break here conversing with chris and misa the podcast episode number 34 uh featuring friend of the podcast krista ayers follow us on on instagram like us on facebook and make sure you subscribe to our youtube page we'll take a break and we will be right back all right guys we are back with conversing with chris and misa the podcast Episode number 34, featuring friend of the podcast, Krista Ayers. Uh, make sure you guys go follow us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, please. Uh, all that stuff really does help us. So, uh, Krista, thoughts on the podcast so far? How's it going? How how you feeling it? It's been great. We're having a blast over here. Right? You're not hot. Yeah, Are you outside? Too. I was thinking about that right now. Yeah, it's a little humid. It's kind of <laughs> hot, but... It's fine. <laughs> it's hot everywhere. We'll, we'll get it's this going, everywhere. yeah. Okay. So Swamp ass season, dude. Swamp ass season, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's going to be 105 on Sunday. I'm like, fuck. Dude, it's going to be oh like God. 107 like all week next week or some shit. It's ridiculous. Global warming. So, okay, guys. Hey, 2020 just, needs to chill out. It, yeah. I was just in El Paso a couple weeks ago. Actually, it's now been a month. 
what is time? Um, <laughs> what is time? <laughs> what is time? Yeah. It was so hot, and I'm just not used to the dry heat anymore. So anytime oh. I would walk outside, I felt like my whole body was just cold. <laughs> like, like shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, as you guys know, the year is 2020, as Misa said. 2020 has been a bastard of a year. I'll tell you that much. And it's only July. But you and also, it, yeah. yeah, but you also know what 2020 is? An election year, of course it is. Right, well, so, oh, great. It fucking would be. <laughs> so, great transition. It would happen in 2020. <laughs> this would happen. This election was meant to happen. Yeah, like every, it's like everything decided, hey, 2020, that's that's the year we're we going. We don't fuck yeah, it up. Yeah, like you clear the calendar. We don't fuck this don't, shit. Don't yeah. Up. This black book, twenty twenty. Everything you can think of, we're coming. Uh, okay, seriously. so with an election year comes possibly a new president. So, Krista, uh, give us a little Hopefully bit. Uh, a new yeah, give us a give us a few thoughts on the upcoming election. If you. Oh gosh, uh, where do I begin? Yeah, it's uh, a loaded <laughs> question. Where do where do I start? Yeah, you know, I talk about this all the time, and I'm sure Misa or anyone else that follows me on Instagram wants me to shut up already. But I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I mean that's I what mean, the platform good points. For. You know, like it, it's she makes she made good points that people don't really want to hear or like are willing to to say out loud. You know, that don't want to face. You know, but well, the truth it's mostly hurts, Donald but, Trump. But I think that's the problem. Is like sometimes we forget that the truth is really what's most important. Because if it's going to be filtered or if it's going to be biased, then how are you really going to grow from it if it's if it's already premeditated, pretty much? Um, yeah, I mean, I've just been trying to get people aware that you know early voting is on July fifteenth. Um, please research all of the people that are on the ballot and within your district as well. Make sure that you're registered to vote because on November 3rd, you can't register day of, you know, it's just stuff like that, that I like want to continue to have a conversation with people and put in the forefront of their minds, really, um, because this is a really big election. And because since 2016, life has been a shit show. Amen. I, I, I admire anybody who's willing to research and continue to learn because I feel like that's that's a big part of the problem is there's a lot of stuff to learn. There's a lot of stuff we got to educate ourselves on. So it's really yeah. cool that you're able to utilize your platform for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's admirable. Thank you. I mean, I have a small platform. I don't have, like, a ton, like, following or anything. But, like, people do see my shit. And people exactly. Exactly. do look at people's stories and do read stuff some of the time. Yeah, yeah. So if I can use that, like, little slide or like that little post to say like hey this is what's going on right now or this is what i learned maybe you can learn something from that as well a ripple you know? effect what do you think are the possibilities of donald trump being reelected? i mean i think the possibility is still high i think that right. people it's real. Still, it's still real yeah i don't think that um people that are going out to vote especially in midwestern uh, states are not going to vote for him like they're definitely still on board with him and to dismiss him as being president again would be, like, very naive. Yeah, at this point it is. <laughs> yeah. We didn't think yeah. he'd make it into office. Well, so I mean, it's like, we have, to, we have to learn, like, from the first, and we have to see what's, like... We have I'll, to be, I'll be the first one to tell you, I thought it was a fucking joke that he was running for president. And oh, I yeah. totally dismissed the chance that he might fucking I win. I did, too. I outright I was, did like, too. I was like, there's, there's no, no way. way. 
And then now, look where we are, fucking 2020 global pandemic. Kanye West. One of the most, well, we'll get into Kanye West right now. Way to ruin the spoil, the, way to ruin the surprise, Misa. <laughs> right? We would have, hey, so, um, 2020, yeah, man. Like I, <laughs> yeah, Everything's right? ruined. <laughs> um, like I was saying, um, I was incompetent enough to, to believe that he wouldn't win. I uh, was proven wrong. And I still do not know if, even as bad as things are, if that's enough to keep people away from voting for him, because I feel like the supporters he do he does have um, are not gonna waver in any way, because yeah, it's like the nail they, is even more. Well, to me, they're I in just, it for life. I just yeah, feel like yeah. it's something that they're always gonna stick behind because they, they have to at this now. point. They can't go back. Yeah, and a lot of them aren't gonna want to admit they were wrong. But anyway, um, I mean, it's been four years and there's barely Republicans now in office with him that will are like barely coming out and saying, no, we don't agree with this. Yeah, and they barely. don't even want him. Like, that's the crazy part. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. So if I told you that the president, the presidential candidates for 2020 were Joe Biden, Mr. Donald Trump and Kanye West, actually, evidently. And this, this just became, this I think confirmed. he announced this yesterday on a, on uh, Fourth of July, that he was running for office. He was. Hey, there's a there's a third party. Right? There's a there's somebody else running as well, right? The the Liberal Party. It's not just a. Uh, um, yeah, there's a third party candidate. Yeah. Well, I mean, traditionally, he has to run as that. I think. Yeah, no, he would have to because. Yeah, you know, he has to run as an independent. And I think even it's to the point where he entered into the race so late, he's not going to be on most ballots yeah. in most states. Then what so then he's going to have to be a, a ride-in vote, which, I mean, if third parties have no chance, what do you oh, think of fucking serious? ride-in vote? Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? So it's like, okay, I saw someone post something. It was um, Crystal Poppin, as a matter of fact, that she felt like, or she had made a point that those votes can go towards Trump, that they're going to like essentially split the votes, but that because of the Electoral College, it's going to happen the same way, that it's gonna, he's going to take the votes. I have heard a lot of people say like, oh, a vote for Kanye is a vote for Trump. And I see it in two ways of like his politics are very much on brand with Trump's. He's only worried about wealthy people and his own self. Um, And then also, if you're not voting for the Democratic Party or for someone that can actually beat Trump, then you are essentially putting Trump in office in that regard. Yeah, it's yeah. That's why I'm voting. I'm I'm gonna write down Drake. Oh my god, we don't need Drake as a president either. (laughs) We don't need Drake either. No, Arnold would be a better candidate at this point. No, no, no. We do not need fucking Hollywood (laughs) meddling into our fucking politics. They do it enough already. People don't even know about it. Money does. Yep. Um, One of the things that I think is interesting is how they have kind of fucking handcuffed us as a society in this election, specifically to where. You know, you're put in a like in a bad position, like because you know Joe Biden's not the cleanest, like he doesn't have the cleanest slate on his on his end. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you're yeah, weighing, exactly. yeah, when you're weighing two evils, he seems like the lesser evil. It's in another a way. Hillary. You know what I mean? I'm sure he forgets that he's running for president at yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, and then that's the other thing. I think thing. so too. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's the <laughs> other thing is how. Like, I don't understand how unfit the candidates are for this country like at this point how, yeah, in time. Yeah, like how you know it's what I mean? gotten to this point. That's the kind of, like, scary thing is it's like, you wouldn't think in the year 2020 you would have somebody of this demeanor in office and then yeah. still in office after everything that's happened. You know, like, it's just kind of crazy. But again, it's 2020. Anything's possible. Anything, yeah, anything is possible. It's just crazy to me that, like, people are okay with his ignorance and his incompetence, and they don't want it better. I just, that, like, still is mind-blowing to me. 
exactly. Extremely mind blowing, dude. Yeah, and you like, know, like another thing that I like, and I haven't said this on the podcast yet, but um, I still fail to understand people of color who support this guy. Black like, people. like to me, well, no, not just black people, any people of color, any people of color, because in El Paso, there's still a lot of Hispanics that yeah. are pro-Trump. And to me, I do, I do not understand how they do not understand the fact that he does not care about people of color. Like, doesn't matter what color you are. You're not white. Yeah. You're not on his team. Essentially, that's how he treats people. And For yeah. Trump, it's that whole, if you're white, it's all right. <laughs> Everything else, get I mean, the but fuck it, out. It, just, it really sucks <laughs> yeah. because it's it's bringing to light the reality of like the people that run the country, the people that make policies and laws and do all of this stuff and create, you know, funding to everything that essentially runs the world is all predominantly white males. And it's like if oh, yeah. you're if you're if you're gonna run a country, then it should be represented by the people within that country. And since what feels like the beginning of this country's um, setup, it, it hasn't happened. Like, we cle- yeah. like how do we have over 40 presidents and Obama is our first black president? It, it, I don't know. I don't get how we cannot see the basics of, like, okay, we need reconstruction. That's it. Like, yeah. we're, not, we're not saying everyone needs to leave the country. Like, I think that's what sucks is it's, like, an either-or. Either you're patriotic or you're not. Either you love right. America or you don't. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. Like, we're just trying to say, like, this shit is hey, cool. Hey, big shout out to uh, Obama. If he wants to be on this podcast, Obama, I know you're listening. <laughs> Let us know, man. We fed uh, hard. Chris, I wanted to ask you real fast. So, um, to me, I feel like this election is perfectly set up in a way to be manipulated, if you know what I mean. Like, is do you see that as a real possibility as well? Oh, absolutely. In the way that Trump was saying that we can't do mail-in voting. Governor saying that masks won't be mandatory when you go to the polls. I mean, stuff like that. It's putting in fear to people that do um, or are very scared about the virus or COVID and and wanting to maintain healthy. And also, like, everyone in office has voted through mail. Yeah. It feels like a lot of people aren't educated on that yeah, or it, don't know about that. It feels like suppression in like the most like we're not going to tell you we're going to suppress the vote, but we're going to fucking but suppress the it. shit out of it. Yeah. And that's what I mean? again what I think like it, it's like someone brought up another good point. Like there's so many different ways of which our country could be better. And like people say like a, like this is a small one. We'll make, you know, cast your vote. And it's a perfect one. Not to say that it's not. And it is, you know, start locally and then it's state and so on and so forth. But. If we're going to have suppression of that and we're going to have things like gerrymandering and we're going to have like these things that are supposed to help set up a democracy, but they are not set up the way they're supposed to. And we're bad for wanting it better. Like, I don't I don't get that concept. You know what I mean? Like, it's like ignore it and don't create better rather than say, okay, let's fix it. And that's yeah. I mean, and that's why I think it's so important for people to start researching now about their local elections and like who's voting for what and what their stances are because it happens at a local level before anything else like you need to be involved in that but yeah i mean to that point exactly like kentucky just had their early voting and the um most black populated county did not have they had one polling station like that is voter (laughs) suppression at its finest So, okay, Krista, so we uh, at the podcast, we don't have the biggest platform in the world, uh, but we do have a platform and we do recognize it as a platform. So 
Yeah. If you have anything to say to any of our listeners, one quick important detail that you want them to to know, uh, what would that be? To research who's on your ballot, make sure that you're registered to vote. You can easily check online. It takes two seconds. Um, and then research who's on your ballot, who's in your district, what district you're even in to begin with. Yeah. And um, if you can register for mail-in vote, do that as well. Um, but yeah, voting on November 3rd is extremely important right now. Okay. So guys, make sure if you're out there and you're eligible to vote, please go vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Just go vote. At least. Kanye West. Um, yeah. Kanye 2020, Wiz Khalifa 2024. Um, anyway, so <laughs> hey, Wiz Khalifa would be my president, homie. You already the know why. The only celebrity <laughs> I would vote for is Beyonce. Beyonce? Okay. I would. Yeah. Straight up. Wow. Like she would have a good following, she I, would. I, I think. So let's, uh, speaking of Beyonce, let's, uh, let's take it down to a lighter note. Um, we'll, yeah. Let's talk some music. Um, Krista, I don't. I do not know if you have Apple Podcast or Apple Music or Spotify. I do. But, um, I got Apple. Yeah. So tell us if you had a playlist right now, what would what would be on it? What are you listening to? What are you jamming out to in the car? Mac Miller. Mac Miller. I love Mac all Miller. the time. All the time. Mac Miller is always on a playlist. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Omar Apollo, Masego, okay. uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah, she goes. Jesse Reyes. Been really in like a hip hop mood or not a hip hop R and B kind of like soul mood. Yeah. Do you go through phases with your music? I totally do. It's like I'm very mood based on it. Same. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you on that. Um, Misa, do you know who? Misa. Okay, so let me tell you something about Misa. I don't know if you know this, Krista. Um, Misa does not listen to any music that was recorded after 1965. Pretty much. Yeah. So. (laughs) You're an oldies guy. Real music type of guy. Hey, it's all real music. Chris is just trying to start a fight. No, I want people to know that Misa does not like <laughs> modern music and it's weird to me and I'm uncomfortable with it. Like I do listen I do listen to modern music. It's just that the radio I don't I don't count. Okay, like like one of my top bands right now that's not uh that started recording after 1965 is um like the Black Keys. Okay. Oh, like, they're really good. It's like it's like a like a blues kind of um old school sound is what You should have set up that joke better and been like, you know who's really new and like upcoming? I don't know. If Frank you guys Sinatra. Have heard of them. The Doors. Have you guys heard of those guys? <laughs> They're amazing. Oh, uh, fucking Lisa. Okay, so yeah, like I feel like we we vibe on the same music length. I like a lot of hip hop. I like a lot of um, country music. I like like even I I I, I like pop music too. Um, I'm I have a pretty like, Taylor uh, Swift. Taylor Swift is my one of my favorite artists. Like people hate me for that, but I'll fight you to the death. I can't you know I mean? stand her. Are you a con- are you a country her. music fan? I no, no, not really. Oh my god, you oh. broke my heart. I can do, I can do like some of the '90s country music. Okay, and like, like George Strait, yeah, Garth Brooks kind of style. Yeah, I can Shania do that, Twain. and then like Johnny Cash. Okay, um, true. I know Johnny Cash. I know that guy. Yeah, I want to school with yeah. that dude. Yeah, he's very modern. Yeah, he's pretty modern. Yeah, he, he just actually, came up with a new just album. Came out. Yeah, check him out. If you guys haven't heard of him, up and coming. He's gonna be a legend. Johnny Cash. Go check him out. YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Music. We, sh- we should try and get him on this podcast too. Yeah, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. I'll know how successful. Shooter shot. Okay, so uh, okay. Um, obviously, living there in Austin, um, I feel like you've been exposed to better musical concerts than being in El Paso because. A lot of people just dip out and they fucking don't even Cancel. stop in El Paso. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin is a staple. <laughs> if you're going on a tour and you're going through Texas, you're stopping in Austin. So yeah. have you seen any cool concerts down there? Like your top three. Oof, okay. Well, um, wait, can you do a top three of Austin and then your top three fave total? Because you've been to a lot okay. of shows, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. Um, top three in Austin would be Rainbow Kitten Surprise. They're like an indie rock band. I'm I don't a, know if you I want to see it. Write this yeah. down, Misa. Write it I'm so writing good. everything down, dude. <laughs> um, who else? Wait, can I play this on a vinyl? <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> All right, for sure. See, you're set. They might even be hipster enough to have like the the tapes. The tapes. Oh, <laughs> those are pretty new to me. Huh? Cassette player. Tapes. You would. <laughs> um, okay, so maybe we can surprise. Um, James Blake saw him at. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember venues anymore. See all these names, like all these names, are just making me think. Like, hey, is this guy like a like a? Would he, would he be good to, to vote for for president? Oh my god! So I'm just gonna search him in that sense. It's like hmm, his political and then write views. Write them in later. Um, and then probably the Kooks. Um, also just because they're nostalgic, and I listened to them in high school. Nice. The nice. Kooks. See, I know the Kooks, dude. Oh. <laughs> okay, so top three favorite of all time. Um, Childish Gambino. Oh nice. He did a Pharaohs <laughs> concert for that um, Awaken My Love album when it first came out or before it even dropped and we had a camp out in california and joshua tree holy shit okay i'm sure there there was some illicit drug activity going on as well right (laughs) yeah you could be the fifth but you say the word joshua tree and that's right yeah you had to like lock up your phones and everything though so there's like no recording allowed inside like that's awesome cool yeah that's yeah back in my day back in my day that's how it was Okay, so you got Childish number one. Rainbow Kitten Surprise would still make that list as okay. top three, like, oh, okay. overall. So they hit both lists. Um, I'm going to say, like, maybe Shakira. Shakira? Oh, oh yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, that came out a little bit. I wasn't expecting I know Shakira. One. She's a bad I know her. bitch. I love her. I'm Shakira, so- Shakira. <laughs> I love her. She's so tiny, too. But, yeah, she puts on a really good show. She knows oh, yeah. How, yeah would, she knows how to move, for sure. Yeah. I think there's certain hips that you know. Yeah. yeah, and her hips don't lie for some reason. They're brutally they honest. Never I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> they never will. They yeah. write in cursive. I gotta give myself very <laughs> Her hips don't lie. They're brutally honest. <laughs> They're brutally it. honest. Okay. So, uh, Krista, I'm going to go ahead and tell you who my favorite musician is of yes. all time. And then I want you to answer back with your famous musician of all time. Um, okay. So my famous musician slash group of all time would be Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, interesting. Interesting, right? I love those guys. I didn't see that coming. Yo, they changed my life, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> uh, Did they make you be a rapper, Chris? <laughs> they made me think about being a rapper, but I wanted to be a, like a pop in a pop punk band first. But that's where it all started. So anyway, I could see you with spiked um, hair, Krista. If you had a favorite I, musician of all time, who would that be? I don't even have hair right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally a bald as shit right now. And she's like, I could see you with the mohawk, a frohawk. What hair, dude? Oh, what that's hair. What I was thinking. What the hell? Okay, Krista. So favorite. No way. Oh yeah, hit it. No way. Hey, G G G. Chris, the favorite musician slash band group of Oh, um Minus the Bear. Minus the Bear. I love those guys. 
I remember, I forget what the album is called, but it's the green cover. Oh, it's Menos El Oso? Yes, Menos El Oso, yes. I was like, there's Oso in there, something about a bear, and it's minus yeah. the bear in Spanish. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, those guys were dope. Um, I know, right. R.A.P. So, guys, as we begin to wrap up the podcast here, um, we are going to do our segment called Our Funniest Things from the Internet Today. Um, are you guys ready for that? Sure. Mises is sh- shaking his head vigorously. No. Lena, are you ready? Hold on. I forgot to get ready during the break, by the way. Jeez. Being honest with you guys. Okay, where did it go? No. I'm going to find one, though. I got it. I'm going okay. to my go-to <laughs> meme page. You guys don't even know. Joe memes? Nope. Cheater? Nope. Ah. Okay, right. I'll go first. Because I'm ready. Go. So, it's a picture of a pup. He's just chilling with his arm up, like, so satisfied and content. And he's like, yeah, I'm into fitness, fitting this whole pizza in my mouth. And it's a picture of a pizza, and I love pizza, so sorry. <laughs> you, you probably have, like, all the pizza memes I have a folder. That, that are out there. I just laughed so hard. She puts I was, them in her, their own file on her phone. I saw this on Monday, and I haven't seen this one in so long. All right, Misa, you ready for yours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one uh, kind of took me back when I when I was uh, living with my mom and stuff. And it's a picture of Kermit, the puppet, and he's like, "There's one picture of him looking to his left, and the other one looking to his right." And it says, "Mom, clean your room. We're having guests over for a barbecue." And then under Kermit, it says, "Me looking for the grill in my room." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that. Like, <laughs> so that's what was, my mom would be like, "Hey, go clean your room. We're gonna have visitors." And I'm over here like, "Well, are they gonna hang out in my room?" Yeah. that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, Krista, do you have a funniest scene from the internet today? Um, I do. Yeah. Um, mine's a TikTok video that I found oh. on like Twitter or something. Uh, nice. Sorry, um, sorry. Uh, can I stop you there? Um, Misa has no idea what the fuck TikTok is. Yeah, my daughter has has mentioned it, but he thinks I'm like tic tac toe. Yeah, he's we like, don't he, have it down he's like, it. is that some sort of new watch a TikTok? What is that? Where, what is that? <laughs> hey, just I mean, to let you know, she's old. she set all right? this up for me, man. Okay, she sets everything up for me, like <laughs> my computer, my back screen, all this. Dude, so okay, so you were on TikTok. No Twitter. I, I was on Twitter and I found it. Oh, okay. Shout out Twitter. I don't. Yeah, because I don't have TikTok either, but. Um, it's a couple, they're sitting on the couch watching TV and it's the Golden Girls theme song coming on and the guy starts singing along with it kind of casually and then as it goes on, he just like belts it out and like does like a remix, like his own version of it, if you will. <laughs> I, gotta I love check the it out Golden the- Girls I Golden and so Girl. I just thought it was hilarious. Look at Golden Girls, my grandma used to watch that shit. I do, I shit. love them. They're so hey, sad. What? So I great. used to watch yeah. it. Like, I still watch it. Those one-liners, <laughs> nobody can compete. I'm sorry. Funniest yeah. scene from the internet, guys, is a picture of uh, about six empty beer glasses with a guy chugging down probably his seventh beer, right? And it says, alcoholic? No. Self-appointed booze quality control technician? Yes, sir. That's me <laughs> right there. There you go. <laughs> 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 that's me every day of the week baby you already know for the love of peace <laughs> okay guys so let's get ready to start wrap, uh, wrapping up this uh, podcast one of the things we like to do with all our guests that we bring on is we like to hit them with five random questions and kind of get a feel for uh, who they are as an individual and today Krista just so you know we have a bonus question for you oh so perfect <laughs> we have six questions question number one and this is a simple yes or no Tattoos, okay. yes or no? Yes. Yes, okay. How many? 
I have one, two, three, I have five. Nice. I have one. I have one right here. Oh, that one's cool. Nice. There you go. It's a Keith Haring one. Tattoos. Yeah, I travel and I get a tattoo when I travel, so that's oh, my New York. Oh, that's a good shit, tradition. that's dope. That's a Chris, tradition. do you have any tattoos, Chris? Uh, nope, no tattoos, Misa. What no. about you? No, and there's a reason, man. I used to, I mean, I've always liked tattoos, but then, like, I had heard somewhere, I was like, dude, will you put a bumper sticker in a Lamborghini? And I was all like, yo. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. I looked at myself as a Lamborghini after that. And then uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. years went by and uh, my little brother had asked me because my older brother has he's all full of tattoos. He looks like a criminal and shit. But um, he's like, hey, yo, Misa, why don't you have any tattoos, bro? And I'm like, and I told him the same thing. I was like, dude, would you put a bumper stick in a Lamborghini? And he's all like, nah, but I put a badass paint job. And then oh. I, changed, I changed my mind after that. So fucked you up there. I'm trying to I'm trying to grow these guns right here, <laughs> and then maybe I'll put a tattoo on them. All right, Chris. <laughs> so question number two: If you were president elect of the United States of America, what is the oh, first yeah. issue that you are addressing? Free tacos for everybody. Free tacos. No, um, I'm so down. You got my like vote. immigration or global warming. Okay, I would say global warming because I don't know if you've we seen have to fix the, that first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen, like I said earlier, the weather forecast for El Paso. We're like 105, 107, 105, 107, 105, 107 for like the next 14 days. So. Oh wow, um, that sounds awful. Yeah, and it's yeah. barely the fifth of July. So shout out to you guys for that. Uh, thanks for <laughs> everybody for populating the earth. I'm one of you guys too. So I'm okay. So question number three, we're gonna ask you this because recently we had our boy Fernando Cuevas on, and he's out in LA. And guess what's popular in LA? In and out. So Krista, oh. are you a Waterburger or an In and Out fan? Uh oh, she's gonna say In and Out. Do you see it? I'm yes. not. Uh, but I want to say that P Terry's in Austin is so much better than the both of them. Wait, hold on. Can you repeat that? What was that place? P. Terry's. P. Terry's. Okay. P. Terry's. I've never been there. So do I need to mark that on my calendar for when I yes. get off? Okay. P. Yeah. Terry's. And never even heard of it's that. It's similar to a Whataburger slash burger joint kind of thing. Um, yeah. Sim similar to like a In-N-Out more than a Whataburger. Okay. So yeah. I told you she's an In-N-Out fan, dude. Okay. So let's get back to the question because I feel like you dodged it on us. So <laughs> yeah, she did. Okay. I would choose... I would choose Whataburger. Yes. Oh, Hell yes. You can yeah. come back for a second yes. episode. Uh, <laughs> dude, I was about to say, just, just delete this whole episode, dude. Um, real fast before we move on to the the next question. This is a quick side question. Uh, yeah. Are you a fan of Torchy's Tacos? I know. No, okay, that's, remember, we had a friend on, our other friend from Austin. Uh, he's affiliated with Torchy's in a way. Um, but it was just Absolutely. funny. I just thought I would ask. They have you. the best queso, but okay. talk about queso. Have you been to one in a million? I have not. Okay, no. I, I've been there. I, I went there last time I was in Austin. It was pretty cool. I'm just thinking of random places in Austin that I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you hungry, Chris, or what? Uh, it's seven thirty. Next question. It's about fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question four. Uh, in your opinion, if you go to Sixth Street, what is the wildest place to go to? Oof. I don't the whole damn street probably. You could just stand outside. You can just go to Rapoli's Pizza and have a crazy <laughs> even, night. Even the pizza place gets lit. Yeah, <laughs> you get so fucking there. I'm there. I don't even think you can go inside it. It's just like a counter space. Yeah, they just, just like, like serve it out to. the window. Yeah, just throwing pizzas out like frisbees and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's other insane. than that, I don't really know of any bars. The bars that I used to go to, I just recently found out are run by like this racist, misogynistic <laughs> guy, so I'm not even going to mention them. Yeah, okay. uh, You've been supporting and 
funding his company this whole time? When I was 19, I supported. I'm sorry. You know, nowadays, everybody likes to go back and like find dirt on everybody. You know, yeah. So well, you should have yeah. you mentioned that. So Don't go to Aquarium on Dirty Six. Don't okay. go to Aquarium. <laughs> Dirty Six. All right, so, so question number five, uh, what's your favorite holiday and why? I don't really celebrate a lot. Maybe Christmas now because I just, we travel as a family. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I'm a, big, yeah. I'm a big Thanksgiving guy in case you can't tell. See, I would be too, but like, <laughs> I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, it's awful. Is it? Yeah. All Chris celebrates it every day. <laughs> Look at his ass. <laughs> I kind of do too. It's just like a buffet of food and that's, yeah. Like I'm, I'm there. Like I, I'm there for that. Like I am, I am thankful on that day. Like I can't deny that I don't feel that way to be with loved ones and be with family. Like yeah. that won't ever change. And what better way to like love on each other with food? Like food. Oh, exactly. I love food. Uh, I love okay. it. So bonus question. This will be the last question we ask. Okay. Um, at at any given time, what is your phone battery life at? <laughs> um. Because Lena is a zero percenter okay, all look, day, every no, day. No, no, She's no. He's terrible. He's throwing me under the bus. Light. No, but that's Mine's facts. in between like 30 and like 40%. Every time I'm like, can I use your phone? It's a red bar. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, shit's about to die. Good luck. Like, and this is the problem. Like, I, I gen, okay, I genuinely make the, okay, I'm going to charge it. I'm going to do it now. I got to put it on the charger. And then it just doesn't happen. And it's to the point now where, like, not only Chris talks shit to me, but my mom. And my mom's the one that gets me because she's like, if I need to get a hold of you, I can't. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think your Christmas present should be a power bank. Like a portable Oh, no, we have, like, five of those, by the way. Oh, never mind. Exactly. (laughs) Trust me, I've I've thought through all the solutions here. Uh, You win some, you lose some. Just take that phone away, dude. Just take that phone away. (laughs) So, Krista, what would be, like, if you looked at your phone at any given point, what would your better life? Oh, mine's usually at, like, a 60%. Nice. I don't use it. That's what I feel. I feel like mine, I'm always hovering above 50 at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I got got one more extra question for you. I know that you read a lot. So if you could could give us one good book to read, which one would it be? Fuck yeah. Wait, I got to write it down. Okay. I like that question. Um, The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Devil in the White City. It's got murder. It's got architecture. Oh, no, it's got history. Can't go there. I can't. I scare oh, yeah. myself. I, I don't even watch it's, scary movies, girl. Like I. Don't go. <laughs> I'm a chicken. I don't either. I am too. I'm a total chicken. I don't do scary movies, but it's it doesn't go into like a scary version of the murder. It's just oh, okay. it was around that period when this was happening. Ah, uh, okay. But, yeah, I'll try it. Well, I, um, I don't know if you know this, um, but you know, I'm sh- sorry, Misa, but. Misa still doesn't know how to read, so I don't know how good that book <laughs> recommendation is going to be. It's going to fall. But thank God for them audio books. But thank oh, God for audio books. <laughs> it's a long no, one. No, actually, I just started. Book. I just started reading. I had seen that show on um, eleven twenty two sixty three on Hulu. It's about like um, it's with um, James Franco, and uh, it, it's this whole story of him finding like a time machine or time machine room. And he has to go back to the 1960s to try and prevent um, JFK's assassination. Oh, that's so pretty I, cool. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. And, and um, somebody like had told travel. me that there was a book about it. So I looked it up and now I'm reading it. And it's, it it's, been, like, it's been like six months and I'm barely like on chapter two because like Chris <laughs> said, I don't read. I can't read. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's it's actually really you good. Have, you have it's, kids. It gets they're getting away. Yeah, yeah. yeah Blame I mean, it on the yeah. kids, just like we do with anything else. So she understands. Nice. She Congratulations, understands. guys. Yeah. Thank okay. You. So, <laughs> anyways, guys, um, this is gonna be it for episode 34 of Conversing with Chris and Misa the podcast. Before we do that, we're gonna go ahead and give our final thoughts. Uh, Lena, final thoughts. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, no, as always, thank you for spending your time with us. I'm always very grateful when anybody wants to share their space with us. I know we're not sharing the same space. Hopefully one day we can. It's a virtual um, space. But in, in general, just, you know, um, sacrificing and dedicating and giving us your time. Like 100% anybody who shares that with us, always thank you. So hope to have you again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Misa, you want to go with your final thoughts here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, Chris, it's nice seeing you. Um, next time somebody asks what happens, you just tell them you didn't call me back. And then and then that's it. <laughs> because that's what happened. <laughs> she just, she said that I ghosted uh, her before ghosting happened. Oh, and I, was, <laughs> and I thought about it. I was like, did I? Did you leave a voicemail? Did <laughs> you did. We didn't have voicemail. Oh, that's right. Uh, this was that long it's, ago. Okay. It's like yeah. just... Or maybe but, somebody um, forgot to relay relay the call to her. I know that that that's happened before. Yeah, maybe that. maybe my grandma actually didn't like you, and she was like, "I'm not oh, gonna tell." Oh, hey, oh yeah. shit! <laughs> Shots fired, Misa. Okay. Well, now I know. Yeah. What's your grandma's name? Let me write it down. <laughs> I'll, I'll look for her. My mom probably knows her. Like yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But again, um, thank you. It's it's um, it was a good one. It's a good episode, Chris, Lena. It's always a good one, and um, Krista. Hopefully, one time uh, you could come and and uh, do it again with us and hang out and actually drink some beer and um, have some real tacos from El Paso. Yes. Yeah. She's like, yes. Please. Chico's tacos. Not just getting Chico's tacos. <laughs> okay, Krista. Um, we'll we'll let you have uh, some final thoughts here before we close it out. Um, thanks for having me and thanks for thinking that I was even worth being on the podcast um, and for letting me talk politics for a bit. That's always great. Like I said, we uh, we open our platform to anybody and anyone that wants to dedicate some time to come on here and spend with us. So, um, like I said, thank you for being on the podcast with us because uh, you guys are the ones that really help drive this podcast and keep it going. So. Um, shout out to you for that. We'll give you one more round of applause. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a half-hearted whistle attempt from Misa there. Thank you for yeah, that. I tried, man. <laughs> okay, guys. So this, like I said, this was episode number 34, Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, like our Instagram, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, this episode is actually going to be featured on YouTube as well. So once this is out, um, you know, well, you'll be able to see the whole thing and how it went down. Um, thank you guys for everybody who's been supporting us. Um, thank you for everything. Keep showing and sharing. Keep sharing and showing your friends. Um, and subscribing. And subscribing. We couldn't do this without you guys. And <laughs> we are.